0: Yo guys, welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Bounds Network. My name is John Krum. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review as it really helps out a lot. I really appreciate that. I know you guys are coming back week after week. I'm seeing the charts just go up and up and up. So we get new listeners every week, which is really, really exciting. So if you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. This is going to be a wild episode. By the way, um, if you're listening to this episode, which you are because I only do intros for my audio podcast, but you should definitely go check out my YouTube channel uh, because he has created a backdrop for himself. So he had a green screen and uh, I want to say it's the Terminator. I don't know. I haven't even edited the video version yet because I'm kind of scared, to be honest. But anyways, let's dive into who we're chatting with. And that is Chris Tolly. Chris Tolly is probably one of the most like loud bike racers in the U.S., um he does not give a fuck what anybody thinks about him, which I think is really cool. And he has this sense of uh fashion, like he loves fashion. So we dive in and we chat about fashion, crit racing, his crit beefs. Uh he loves trolling other cyclists, which I don't know if that's a great word or term to use, but he, he does love to start a little bit of crit beef and controversy and just have fun with it. Um he brings kind of the show to cycling and I really appreciate that. And one thing that i really 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 like about chris is that he's just himself like he likes to have fun and and express himself in different ways he's the kind of guy who goes out and does a bmx ride crashes and then the next day rides tulsa so it's it's actually mad so we sit down we chat about bmx fashion uh trolling and and yeah just what we think about the current crit crit dynamic and and kind of who this guy is and get to know a little bit more about him but Anyways, we're going to go ahead and dive into that episode. But first, let's hear a quick message from the sponsors. And back for another episode is Spot guys spots working with USA cycling. Now spot covers your medical bills up to $20,000. Each time you get injured spot will cover your actual out-of-pocket costs instead of a fixed fee in a world where many people are under or uninsured with sky high deductibles, spot fills that gap that has sorely been lacking in the outdoor space spot has no deductible and is a monthly subscription can be canceled at any time spot works with you, whether you have health insurance or not while spot works with and covers a lot of cyclists and mountain bikers spot policy covers you 24 seven worldwide whether you're ripping a crit skiing a black diamond, chopping food in your kitchen or climbing mount everest um, spot covers you guys all you have to do is go to kroom.getspot.com or when you're signing up for your new usa cycling license you can actually check um, the spot uh, the spot option for your license which can cover you in usa cycling events be sure that you read through it because these are two different coverages okay guys Um, I think the USA cycling spot coverage is only for USA cycling events or races or trainings. Um, and there's several options that you can choose from. My spot coverage is, uh, for any accidents, like even if you're out skiing, so it's accident insurance. But, uh, anyways, you can look through both, go ahead and click in the link in the description below. That's crume.getspot.com crume.getspot.com. Also back for another episode is twisted spoke CBD guys. This is some of the best CBD product in the area and honestly in the country. Um, but, uh, they're here in Colorado Springs and it's a bunch of cyclists who, who run uh, twisted spoke over there and they create pet tinctures. They create you know, human tinctures, they got just soft gels, they got chamois cream, they got it all. i uh, been a huge fan of their pet tincture recently because like I said, I have a dog who just tore an ACL and uh, it's helped him a little bit with his anxiety and his pain management. And uh, yeah, it's again, created by a bunch of cyclists. So, you know, it's going to be good, high quality product and they're taking into account what a cyclist need. Also back for another episode is bike hardcore guys quit showing up on rides with 30 bike cuz bike hardcore has given you the opportunity to avoid that. All you have to do is go to bikehardcore.com, check out their starter package and they got everything that you need from bike wash to chain lube to even the tools that you need to do it. So go to bikehardcore.com, that's bikehardcore.com to check that out today. Uh but other than that, that's all the sponsors that we have for this podcast today. Um let's dive into this week's episode what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of coffee and van chats on the out of bounds network i'm sitting here with chris Tolly, who is probably i want to say one of the most controversial dudes in crit cycling i'm probably inflammatory yeah i'm probably hyping that up too much but he's probably pissed off more people in crit cycling vice versa (laughs) than anybody i've ever met because i've been following this guy pretty much just only on social media um but the amount of uh chaos that he ensues just over the internet is what I like. And then I stumbled across his YouTube page and him trying to break down a bike race is the only way I want to hear a bike race broken down. So if you haven't seen that yet, I'll put a link in the description below. Um but yeah, dude, how are you doing?
1: Uh yeah, I'm good, man. Uh a little hungover to be honest uh for a Thursday, which which is fun, but yeah, otherwise pretty good.
0: No, that's perfect. That's perfect. So tell me, dude, tell me a bit about you cuz like you have you have like a, just a very interesting background. And I think like, not only do you upset the cycling space on a, um, on a personal level, but I think like, you're just a different person. Like, and, and that's what, I, another thing that I really like about you, you're into fashion, like mm-hmm. you're, you're yeah, you're into, you're into BMX. Um, so that's like a whole another lifestyle that you have. Mm-hmm. So tell me, just tell me a bit about you. Like I, I feel like you hide and you stray away from that because you're trying to push this, this person out there but yeah just tell me oh, like yeah. where it all starts man
1: yeah um and i'm still trying to figure out where it all starts and why i am the way that i am uh, <laughs> and sometimes i don't yeah know. i legit uh, just
0: asked that question i was like why are you the way that, are you, the you, way are? that you are <laughs> <laughs> why are you so weird <laughs> yeah it's like that's
1: from the office too i think like yeah. why are you the way that you are um yeah i mean i think you know, for me, like, r- I don't know, from a riding perspective, like, I started off, like, riding BMX, like, since I was 12, like, you know, just build dirt jumps, and shit like that, and, like, that's still, like, one of the main things I do, I, like, don't, I think, post like, the internet or Instagram, like, love cycling, like, the road bike stuff, because, like, that gets people attention, but, like, I spent just as much time riding BMX, Um but, oh, god, I'm, like, why am I the way that I am, I mean, we'll get into, like, the BMX mindset, too, I yeah. think that kind of influences, Like, I don't know any other like Cat One bike racers who also ride BMX, at least like the amount that I do. And like, no, in the way
0: that you do, like, that's that's another thing. Like, you don't like your BMX, you're no helmet, no shirt, and it looks like brakeless. Yeah, (laughs) brake. It looks like you've spent about eight hours, like nine to five on this Mm -hmm. one section of stairs or wall or rail or whatever Mm -hmm. and you're bleeding from one side of your body probably both sides of your body Mm -hmm. and then you have a crit to ride tomorrow that's what i don't understand
1: ignorant yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) and i think it honestly i think it. i don't know if i do it intentionally to like hamstring myself in races because like all i mean like yeah like getting a shinner that's not really gonna affect me but like you know i told i've had two acl reconstructive surgeries, five meniscus surgeries, shoulder like surgery like for my labrum. Um yeah, and I think like I do I I'll, like I'll take my fucking BMX bike and go ride trails right before Tulsa. Like there's like a huge set of trails in Tulsa. I'm like, yeah, I got I got to go do it. I think I'm going to try not to do that as much this year. Uh like maybe like balance it a little bit better. Um but we'll see. Which is you funny. Know.
0: I think I've I like went in the process of following you. I think I've heard you say these words before.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like I mean, I'm very like I think aware of what I'm doing and how it's like it's like, yeah, it's like, of course that's gonna affect like my result, like riding trails. So I'm like, oh I put my foot down and now my knee is swollen. I guess yeah. what I'm dealing with right now. I'm like getting cortisone injections in my knee. It's like they're like I have like I was in an arthritis clinic yesterday and it was just 70 year olds and me. It was so weird. And I was like, Oh shit, it's like this is probably <laughs> not good for my body. But um, you know, it's working out. I'm gonna try and balance it out a little bit better this year. But um Yeah, I don't know. The BMX, like, I mean, to kind of go back to what you said earlier about, like, you know, not taking shit seriously. But then I said, like, it's weird. Like, I don't take shit seriously, but I do ride 15 hours a week. Like, it's like this weird, like, like, I put so much time to do it, but then I'll, like, go ride BMX right before. It's like, I don't know why I do it, but it's fun. And I don't know, the BMX mindset, I think, just transfers right into how I ride road bikes, which is, like, I just don't care. It's just, like, fun uh it's i don't know that's like why i do it it's yeah because
0: you you kind of just come across as like um you know the guy who 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 and and follow me here so you come across as the guy who doesn't train like yeah they they had that mindset i was like oh i don't train so i'm just gonna go ride my the reason why i did bad today is because i rode my bmx bike yeah but then you go ride 15 hours a week and Mm -hmm. those guys won't even walk up a flight of stairs because they feel like it's going to mess up their whoop score or whatever the fuck, you know? And so you, you take both, you mix them together and you're still winning crits. And then you also like, I've also watched a lot of your driveway series, which you've motivated Mm -hmm. me now to come to your driveway series. Do it. I've, and I'm going to make sure I up my insurance because (laughs) what I've realized is that you're out there, like you, I, I would worry by putting your mom up next to you or somebody that yeah. you really care about because it's almost like you lose all respect lizard. to them. Just there. Lizard brain, <laughs> lizard brain. That's
1: what I tell people. It's like the last 200 meters, it's like, I'll run. A, a... <laughs>
0: you like, can say it, you can
1: say it. Yes. Yeah, the first thing is like, I'll run over a baby. It's like, if there's like, something in <laughs> my way, it's like, I am so ignorant. Like, it's just like, I think I'm not gonna actually kill a child, but, but like, I am, uh, what do you call it? Like, my brain just shuts off just like black out. I, yeah and it's like I, and like that it's like a unique thing because like for bmx like you kind of know what you're getting into like i'm like okay i'm gonna throw myself down this flight of stairs like it's weird versus like a crit is like your heart rate's like so high and like i feel like your decision making is like very i don't know it's just yeah it's like lizard brains the only way i can describe it it's just like oh i see a hole i gotta go through it and it's like you know I'm just like rubbing el- elbows with everybody. But yeah, it's like my mind just shuts off and yeah, the driveway I I, feel bad. Like putting people like, you know, wrecking people out accidentally trying to win, but it's like, it's what happens. It's fun.
0: Yeah. I don't it just know. And
1: crashing is like so normal. Like that's a one thing. It's like, for me, it's like crashing and crits. I'm like, Oh, it happened. The, like BMX. It's like, you're crashing constantly, like yeah. all the time. It's like, not like some people go a season without crashing. It's like, I can't go day riding BMX without wrecking myself. Like, it's just like it's part of it, and so I think it just makes you a little more like fearless.
0: But that's one there, thing. That's one thing I think you should spend more time on is making more BMX videos. But I feel like that's your sanctuary. Like you don't like it's almost it, just you and Chris. Time is what I. Yeah,
1: noticed. it is. And I ride a lot. I'm a big self filmer. Um, uh-huh. But so I'm actually for the past three years I've been accumulating clips, and that's why I've been wrecking myself so much recently. As I am putting out an edit, I hope december 31st to kind of like cool. encapsulate like the last few years because i post like a lot of shit to instagram but like the stuff i really give a shit about where it's like you know three days in a row of like three hours trying to do some sort of like some sort of line it's like i hold all that stuff and i'm waiting to release it so it's pretty exciting i i'm nah. really pumped for it. it's like what i've been working on for a minute and uh <laughs> yeah i like need to get i'm, I'm trying to get done before the season starts because i was trying to do both last year like Go do steamboat but then also go film a bunch of clips in denver like two days before and like yeah so so
0: it's, uh it's a lot so you so yeah let's let's kind of dive like around into the the bike racing side of things so like you yeah you do the you do like kind of a mixture of everything and then like mm-hmm. don't you have like part ownership or like some management role with uh with elbows, elbows. So, like what's what's the deal there yeah. like how did that come about and
1: well, elbows is like a or was a unique thing actually. Uh, as of you know, next year I will not be riding for them. Um, oh, but okay. yeah, it, and it's it's a good thing. Um, okay, uh, you know I kind of switched teams, but yeah. So elbows is like well, what's a pretty heavy like domestic elite team like for like you know <laughs> it's like Eric Marcotte, Travis McCabe, like you know um, oh who who else he's an Australian guy that's like a national champ. Uh, he's gonna Heath Blackgrove. Um, was a big track guy too like they were all on it and then like elbows started to kind of transform a little bit and do like more local stuff but still be a domestic elite team um but yeah then like I was their sprinter Michael Sheehan left he joined a team with Colin for a bit and then I was like the replacement um but then like the management people there um just like were kind of over it it's kind of like was it difficult to run for sure like from like a getting grant perspective like that's that, how it's funded
0: i've noticed that with a lot of american teams and i'm not going to mention yeah. any of them but just because you know i i just recently started a, a team you know uh, one of the only actually i don't know if there has ever been no there has been 10 years ago there was a pro track team but it's a uci registered oh, yeah. professional track team and i don't even know one yeah, and so they had it because you use it to so you can try to go to the Olympics, right? So you use it so you mm-hmm. can get into World Cups. Like if you have pro status, yeah. you can get into World Cups. But anyways, we had them in America for a long time ago. But you know what I noticed is when I was talking to some of these other teams, like like I was talking to domestic elite teams, they were literally just so fed up. Like, but they didn't want to get rid of it. Like they didn't want to fully yeah. release it. But they were just like, yeah, I'm just so tired of running it. Like we'll we'll just give you the budget and like see if you can make something work. But then eventually they come around. But yeah, is that kind of what that was like? Because my thing with elbows, they're the only team that kind of I think kind of humble. Like they don't they yeah. don't go gallivanting like, "Oh yeah, we had Travis Mc. This is the program that created Travis McCabe, Eric marcotte no. Like, no. you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you guys don't post that shit, you just show up and race.
1: Yeah. No, and that's how it's I don't know. I like inflated egos and in cycling there are so many of them uh and i tried to i mean and i i think i people think i have like the biggest ego in the world but it's actually like oh that shit's just like kind of like an act like everything's a performance and like that's part of it but yeah elbows is like i'm not trying to like you know i don't know just like be super cocky like i am cocky but you know, i try to be in like a funny way i don't know but yeah elbows is uh yeah, it's been fun. But yeah, it's definitely like you're trying to squeeze money out of people all yeah. the time. And it's exhausting. You're trying, and especially like this year, dude, it's like getting parts and shit from sponsors. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, 2024, we can give you stuff. Like we didn't get new bikes last year. Uh, supply chain shit was just crazy. And so you're just like trying to run a team on like you know less dollars every year and like get all these kids to like nationals and wherever <laughs> and coordinate travel and I'm like yo this is tiring
0: um, and then they're adding they're making you go do gravel and mountain bikes and yeah well they, uh, i do
1: that for state which is nice bicycle racing like, yeah oh yeah. I do it all yeah, yeah. whatever it takes
0: uh, <laughs> I think I'm done with gravel not like why is that why uh, why why would you be done with gravel? Yeah.
1: I you just can say it, like, but it
0: might cancel you on this episode. We do have Oh, yeah, that listen I know.
1: Is, yeah. <laughs> gravel is like, you know, is God these days. You know, can't uh, anger the spirit of gravel. Um, yeah, I mean, gravel's fun. I like, I get it. I just don't like racing it. I can't train, like, example, racing steamboat and then the next week trying to go to speed week. It's like, how do, how do you do that? How do you do 100? Yeah, how, awesome. how are you training like 150 mile rides and then I get blown the fuck up when Eddie Anderson? cuts his face off and I'm like a dead stop and everyone's attacking him. Like, and then it's up a hill, which I can't go up fast. And yeah, I just got, I was like, Oh wow. It's like all that work. And it just went to shit Well I crit. I'm like, Oh, there's like 10 of these in a row. It's like, if I fuck up one and you know, I can try again. It's like, there's so much pressure on like a singular race. And also it's like, for me, it's like the distance. It's like training 150 miles, the training for 150 mile race, is like impossible while you're also like working a full-time job and it's also takes time away from bmx what do you That's do what i realize what do you do for oh, data, data analytics consulting yeah okay it's i mean yeah it's like i don't post a lot about that but uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> i mean you know it's like a job uh, yeah. which i like like i like math uh and i like i don't know i actually like like the work that i do and i like the software but uh yeah it's like you know it doesn't bring me like joy like cycling yeah. does like some people's like careers are like you know makes them happy i don't understand that like i don't feel fulfilled by you know solving an equation or something um or working with a you know a database uh, so yeah um but yeah fuck you know works works work um <laughs> the last the last two years is when we work from home you're just like i'm in my office right now i'm like get me the fuck out of here yeah um but yeah No, that's yeah Um,
0: gravel so you're quitting you're quitting gravel sorry i i went off on a tangent because i was like i was like thinking to myself it's like man you you ride bmx like four or five hours a day after you've already ridden like a you know 100 to 100 mile ride yeah yeah, like or did like 30 30s or whatever the fuck and it's like two different lifestyles right like you're you dress up in your underwear and put a helmet on and then you get half naked and um no helmet, you know, part yeah. of the culture or whatever, just like mm-hmm. just hey, hanging out, riding your bike. Um yeah. but you do it ditch. looks like you look yeah, and it looks like you do that 8 hours a day and then you come home, you drink red wine and mm-hmm. become very classy, you know, maybe focus on a bit of fashion <laughs> and and then you're like, "You know what? I'm going to record a YouTube video and uh just Get break hammered. down this race." <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I have I have another one I got posted today. It's like and also, I don't know,
0: this gets to the whole thing of like
1: I'm sure like people that like live like that are like my friends that like see my day-to-day it's like they are like your Inst- it's like my Instagram or like that persona is like I want to say so different from how I actually am but like you know you can put whatever the fuck you want out there like you can I always find it interesting like crafting like a persona or like it's again it's all just a performance like yeah I can curate whatever the fuck I want it's like and it's and also like i just get things in my head i'm like oh this would be funny if i go like use a chainsaw in my underwear like this is hilarious like in flip-flops like and i just think it's funny to me and i'm like i'll just put this out and i just
0: just, here's what i think's super insane one in the culture that we live in how have you not like how has somebody not tried to cancel you two what's happened okay and then and then and then (laughs) two how have you not gotten fired being a data out because i'm just picturing (laughs) like white collar and it's like did we just hire a dude that tried to cut down a tree in his underwear with a chainsaw? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's,
1: uh, I, I mean, my, th- thankfully my company, I think is pretty chill. And like a lot of like people, like, know, like work people have found my Instagram and they're like, you're crazy, but like also like, I'm good at my job. So it's like, yeah. what you're going to do? Um, and you know, as long as I'm not doing it, like during, like work because that's the thing it's like people are like christian you're riding during your work day it's like no i filmed that two days ago it's like you never know like what's happening what's like when's what's going on so uh yeah it's you know but i see how like the outward perspective of
0: that is instagram uh, versus reality oh yeah it's a
1: struggle for sure um but yeah so I, i can i can control that um i have people have tried to cancel me um yeah I mean, LA Sweat tried to uh, one year at (laughs) at, uh, Tulsa. That was fun. I had to like talk to like the owner of my team (laughs) and I was just like, yeah, this is crazy. Uh, Recently happened with state too. Like, I don't know. It's like people could just like make like crazy accusations with no basis in reality. And then if you, if you just, I don't know, get inflammatory enough and keep, beating at it and then like you have to address it it's like pretty whack it's like yeah.
0: well because yeah, i don't I'm, know because i'm not gonna lie like i because I, I've, I've been trying to work with sponsors and they're all about social media and i'm not like i think your content is so funny and it's like so addicting and it's interesting to watch but like if i ever did that i don't think i would ever have a sponsor like yeah. and so do oh, like do, yeah. has that has it ever come up like with you and elbows or like specialized or any of these companies you don't have to mention any company's names but yeah. like, like has it ever like come up and been like yo dude you gotta pump the brakes
1: um <laughs> yes it has well i think when trying to reach out to new sponsors they're like yeah it's like you are pretty what do you call it controversial sometimes like whether it's like it's not like bad stuff but yeah it's like they don't want like you know their brand being associated with it which i get and i think that makes me want to be more aggressive because i'm like oh okay it's like well fuck you it's like i just i'll just do this by myself like i hate like all like cycling influencers and like all these people it's like they're afraid to like make jokes be like i don't know or just like be themselves like i don't know why like they just i don't know like why do why it's very, they have, like more very organized to, like, content
0: like it's yeah it's, it's oh, yeah. almost scripted it's
1: formulaic it's like yeah. okay it's like cool you're going to like a training camp and like yeah road in bad weather like cool like this is a great video it's like i don't i, I don't consume any of that shit like yeah. it's so boring to me like especially coming from like i don't know bmx it's like watch bmx videos like watch a video like swamp fest you have like kids that are riding like ramps built out of pallets setting each other on fire and like just getting lawless and i'm like that's fun to watch like that chaos like, i want to <laughs> see like this organized like i don't know it's just like i can't do it like i tr- i've tried to like tone it down sometimes i'm like this is not and i can't not be well, it, like well, it's, it's funny, just impossible
0: it's funny now hearing you say that because like i've gone through your videos and y- yeah y- you can tell that there's glimpses of like oh i'm gonna try to chase a kom here and it's like, yeah. what the fuck's he trying to do? Like, is is he just trying to do these KOM vlog videos now? And, but yeah. then, but then a bit of you comes out again. In oh, the, yeah. You know, <laughs> in the
1: well, that, that's the plan. It's like, then, I love that shit, though. Like, yeah. I'm trying to do more of that, like taking KOM. So I'm like, you know, for me, it's, I don't know, it's funny, like adding in, like making fun of people who, like, oh man, okay, so here's my macros that I took today. And like, this is where I'm at. This is my whoop score before. I'm like, oh, it's like, I want to make fun of all that stuff but still take the KOM. Like, so it's like, to me, it's like, you don't have to be this like uptight person that like analyzes every aspect of your performance and, you know, then go chase KOM. It's like, you can kind of just like, I don't know, relax. So I don't know. All it's, right. it's fun. We'll see if, it, if you know, if people enjoy it next year,
0: <laughs> whatever right. I make. So yeah. now, now diving back towards, uh, diving away from cycling we'll come back to cycling mm-hmm. but we're going to dive away from yeah. cycling real quick because this is one thing For that sure. i think is really interesting about you and and um you know no other cyclist does this i don't i don't even think like women cyclists do this It's like and you know fuck the gender whole norm but then that's yeah. why i like you mm-hmm. you're really into fashion yes. you're really into fashion and at first like i thought it was <laughs> like uh and it's not like <laughs> yeah and it's not like a bro bit like it's not like a bro like i'm into supreme like you're really yeah. in to the culture of fashion so where did that oh, yeah. stem from like what oh man oh. what brought because you're buying like, like i mean i don't know if you're thousands buying thousands dollars you, of clothes but yes constantly so, okay. yeah <laughs> yeah and so you <laughs> have dope. very expensive clothing because you'll you'll like post up oh hey i'm selling these pants they're like two grand and i'm like the fuck like oh, where? Yeah. <laughs> like where did you
1: get this I know, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, I mean, like, it started off, like, like, most kids, like, really getting into vintage stuff, like, in... Like especially like I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, like high school, and um, I feel like you get like bullied,
0: and like there has to be some fucking well, homophobic asshole. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, well, oh yeah, you get bullied <laughs> like that, but I'm like, yo, it's like I'm ready to take your eyes out.
0: Like, it's like if you swing <laughs> on me, crazy it's crazy like, talk. I not stop
1: until you're yeah until you're <laughs> yeah. blind. Like yeah. that's what I want to do. Um, it's like I just like don't. Yeah, um, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like you grow up in Ohio where it's like everyone's like osu football and like i'm very reactionary so i'm yeah. like i don't want to dress like any of these things like i don't want to dress like this and so i want to do the opposite of whatever is going on so going to like you know a really like i lived in like an affluent suburb and went to like a nice school and i was like i don't want to dress like any of these kids and so it started off like vintage stuff because i didn't have a job so i was like okay i can just find these like fun sweaters and then i started finding like you know like dior randomly it would be like there and then i I was like, oh, this is, like, nicer and fits better. Um, or it's, like, more interesting and, like, unique. It was all about finding stuff that, like, people, like, didn't have. And then um, I think it was, like, my first girlfriend was also super into it. So we kind of, like, that was, like, a bonding thing. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. So it just kind of, like, had, it just started... You just go deeper and deeper and deeper down a hole. Like much like you do with cycling. Like people start off, like, oh, I'm gonna go do like you know a 20 mile ride. And then they're like, Oh, I'll go on a group ride. Oh, now I'm doing a century. It's like you just go further down this hole yeah. until you're like, you know, caring about macros and things. Um, but yeah, it's like something I've always been like super interested in. And I started working at um I started like flipping clothes too to make money. So I'd buy stuff, wear it for a while, sell it for more money. And that would kind of that's how I built my closet um they like still have stuff from like 2009 um and yeah it was just so fun and then I worked at Barney's which was in Boston so I was like in men's designer there so I was like now selling stuff that was like currently available because before I was like collecting like archival stuff and so then I was selling current stuff so I could buy like new season pieces at 75% off because I would hide them until they went on sale um (laughs) so it's like a lot I was always like you know it's like trying to live above my means with that shit um, cause like, no, I can't afford full price shit. Like, I'm never gonna go buy like a, a $3,000 like pair of pants. Like, I will go find them for 700 bucks after a kid's worn them like three times and then gets tired of them. Cause like the like luxury items to them, it's like they don't fucking give a shit. Like, they'll yeah. like flip it or like they'll just sell it for whatever. Um, the real, real too, use that a lot. Um, but yeah, I spent some and then I left, you know, I moved to Texas, kind of left that world. And the fashion scene in Texas is like pretty whack. It's like, there's like, a store by george here which gets it but other than that it's like no one's wearing like rick and shit like it's all cowboy stuff which i like but like i also want to wear like wild stuff like drees and rick and margiella um but yeah it's just like it's like another form of personal expression but also it's like you can like differentiate yourself from everybody else and i just like like putting outfits together it's fun like people like aesthetics in so many other forms of their life but I feel like get afraid to wear clothes in a unique way. I feel like it's changing um, a little bit. Cause like now, like you have like guys like Lewis Hamilton that are like doing crazy photo shoots with, um, oh, I forget the brand he was working with or like Tom Brown. He'll do a bunch of stuff with them. So like that's changing. And I've seen it evolve from like when people used to be like a little standoffish with it. And now like everyone's kind of embracing it. So it's cool. Uh, yeah, but yeah, in, ci- in cycling, it's ba- you don't, you don't see that. I think what was the dude that won Oh, boy. I'm trying to think. He won. He's, like, from the UK. I can't remember his name. Like, there's, like, one other guy that he would wear, like, Saint stuff and, like, weird shit. And I was like, oh, my God. He's, like, recent? It. Yeah, he's, like, a GCN commentator, too, I think. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, he, like, he's, like, famous. Maybe he was on Sky, Sprinter.
0: See, I yeah. suck. I suck with GCN commentators. Um, yeah. yeah, well, I just that, saw that... him,
1: like, one time. Okay, I was like, "Whoa, that's what he's doing when he's he's like retired now." I think. Okay. Um, I'll find out his name, and you can like throw it in here. Um, yeah, yeah, sweet. But I was I was hyped on that. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, and so then my next question for you is is because like you have a you have an I would assume you have an interesting following. You probably have a bunch of cyclist bros and chicks following you, and then you have people who are into fashion, and then you have the BMX mm-hmm. click following you as well. Um, have you ever sold those pants or shirts or any of that shit on your story? oh yeah yeah no shit yeah wow
1: oh yeah no that's i mean honestly having it's like like i'll post like you know i sold my la sprint the other day but then like a few weeks before i sold um what did i sell um to a kid a rick sweater like you know and he was just following me it's like oh i want that like i've sold some crazy like a rick owens face mask through instagram like just like crazy shit because that's the
0: thing like i see like like, I'll literally just be clicking through and it's like old tiger crank, you know, group yeah. sets, whatever fucking frame. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, it's like a fishnet shirt that you're wearing. That's $600. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. What the fuck. How did we get yeah, here? Yeah. Or like the, the, the Raph
1: Simmons like lace shoe from 2011. Yeah. It's yeah. like, um, then it's cause like, you know, sneakers are easy to sell to like, you know, kids, everyone loves fucking that shit. I just have like runway stuff. But yeah, it's like, I like people come out of the woodwork for that. It's nice. I can sell whatever the, I can sell clothes and I can sell uh what do you call it cycling shit all at the same time within the same okay. story yeah oh, that's awesome fun.
0: so now diving back into cycling into the crit beef. Yeah. life, you know because we have Ooh, to we have to we have to get here yeah okay, um, to get
1: into it yeah it's what made so, me i
0: don't know so you've been you've been blocked a few times by several cyclists um uh yeah. i've had i've had the williams brothers on the podcast i've had lucas on the podcast lucas is is fine yeah because he's he's yeah. young and I love so, him. And yeah, so he's <laughs> he's young. And so it's like, he's like, he's kind of getting a taste of it all. And like, honestly, he's the one who reached out to me and was like, when this crit beef stuff was going on, like with Travis McCabe and the whole thing, he was like, Oh yeah. He was like, Hey, I want to come on and I want to talk about that. And then he gets on Damn. and then he, he like also wanted to keep it kind of PG. Cause he was like, Oh shit. I don't want to get canceled or anything too. And yeah. I understood that. I, I mean, I get that. Um, but yeah, like one, how serious is the, beef between you and just any sprinter in america and then two the legion why did you show up to the legion crit
1: oh yeah okay well that's actually a separate thing um i mean so i would say i take none of that seriously like to me it is all like they're trying to get attention in one way i'm trying to get attention in another way it's like kind of like i mean it is at the end of the day trolling a little bit but it's like trying to be funny like yeah. i went like how the crit beef started is like i said didn't break uh, it's like didn't break 40 because he had like Corey williams had his like speed up and i thought it was just funny because like he didn't break 40 miles an hour sprint and that upset him and like to me i'm like oh shit he takes this like really seriously it's like so i gotta double down and like just keep making fun of him but i got blocked by that and then i was like okay it's like you block me on the internet now i'm gonna fly to california and challenge your entire team to a bike race so i flew out by myself to their local crit and like it was like a whole <laughs> thing and like they, yeah, it was fun i think i got like i got there's a break which kind of sucked but i got third in the field sprint it's like justin some kid from wildlife and me but it's like i i just thought it was funny like i'm like okay how do they not see that like obviously I'm not serious like I expect to be a team of nine professional riders and I'm flying out here to the crit you race every week it's like I don't know so It'd not, like me, Justin, it would almost be like Justin it
0: would almost be like Justin showing up to driveway series
1: yeah oh and I like I would love that and like I mean I'm and like people I think people think I like don't like them or actually have real beef with them I don't I just I like actually love what they're doing I just like to have fun it's just I like to make people laugh I see everything as like stand-up comedy with with how yeah. I approach these like beeps it's like I might like make a knock at you or something like that and if like you're insecure or something like you know maybe it rubs you the wrong way but like at the end of the day there's like no malice behind any of it like I don't like actually hate anybody or like want to hurt anybody I just think it's on me and yeah. some people like will take it the wrong way but then i think when they meet me they're like okay yeah he's an idiot like i get it <laughs> like it's like he's not like serious um but yeah uh so yeah if anyone thinks i actually have real beef with them unless like you crash actually no i got crashed out It's like, i you know kid did a stupid thing he apologized i don't give a shit it's like fine that stuff happens um you can't hold grudges um yeah. but yeah and i just you know i like it's just like funny i'm just like kind of like I see Legion as like, oh, does this analogy work? Kind of like, they're like, you know, the sh- you know there's a shark. They're the big shark. And I'm like that fish that kind of clings onto them that like <laughs> follows them around. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel like. I'm just kind of like, you know, uh, I guess biting off their part of their fame. Uh, but yeah,
0: That's it, called clout chasing, I guess, in the world. Clout chasing, <laughs> I guess. I, I didn't know there was a word, but I'm trying
1: to make it funny. I'm not yeah. like not gonna that lie is actually $40. really
0: that's really a funny analogy i was like i was like yeah. fuck. i wonder where he's gonna go with this like am i gonna <laughs> have to like am i gonna have to stop yeah. the podcast and be like do you that's- want me to edit that out
1: <laughs> no don't I, no, don't edit anything out yeah. um no but it's uh yeah that's like that's the analogy i see it's just like and people want people want personality they want conflict they want a story they don't want to see like i don't know like like why is ufc so popular it's like why are these guys like creating these crazy conflicts and talking shit to everybody and like making fun of people like on instagram and calling people out like i think it's funny i'm trying to essentially be like the logan paul but for cycling it's just like <laughs> be obnoxious uh and i just think oh yeah it's just funny um but yeah it's like otherwise it's like what do you have like robots like just like yeah it's like show up to a race like there's no like no one no one cares about fucking teams no one has like a favorite team in cycling they like personalities Justin has a great personality that's why so many people gravitate to him he also is amazing on a bike and that's why like I like that he's like come to fame because he is like a very like magnanimous sort of person and can like get that sort of attention I'm trying to be the same way Cause otherwise you just end up like a robot and it's boring. Yeah. Do so, you think,
0: do you think like, speaking of that, do you think the Legion crit was boring for that reason? Oh, uh,
1: I have a lot, a lot of thoughts on the Legion crit, um, which I like, have air and I think like people should be able to criticize things. Like, 100%. 100%, like 100% It's like, people should be able to openly say those things without being seen as like a detractor. Like, I think the what they have going for them in cycling, um, is like it's only going to make this sport better because there's so many eyes on it. there's so much attention but i also feel like hosting a crit on halloween weekend in sacramento like at the very end of the season when people are already tired of how crazy the season was like how it was loaded like heavy towards the summer and you have shit bleeding into you know october to have something at the end of october i'm just like i can't do that shit like i needed to take a break and uh it was like what six weeks there's zero crits before that like pretty much like big ones like i don't know um also like not addressing things like why do they have two teams why can't they have one like i get like they want to have like all their riders but i'm like just have like your best guys that are already like you know you could have like a whole team of x world tour guys racing that race that you don't need 12 um but you know i mean like there's like those sort of um but you know my thing is i
0: actually would have one thing that i would have changed about that and the two team thing i didn't have an issue with Ooh. what i had an issue with is split the williams brothers up make them race each other yeah that would have been cool like and here's my yeah. thing is like the thing is with legion what they're doing is amazing the crit i think yeah. is amaz- i think it's a great idea i think honestly the concept, great I think the concept, the team concept, even like the jersey concept, mm-hmm. the it's like creating a league. I think fuck it, like Justin, if you're making Buku's money because you're telling all these sponsors to pay, and fuck it, like because I know yeah, he's gonna give totally. back to the riders, and he's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna do one of those things where eventually these guys are getting flown out to race these crits as a league team, you know, and like that's yeah. that's what they try to do in track cycling. So I kind of understand it. Yeah. Um, now that being said, you need to create. And I think it's happening, I think, but Justin, if you're listening to this, you need to create a team that can beat you. Yeah. Well, and, and
1: I think, I think that's happening. I do too. Honest. I think it's the I Miami think,
0: Blazers. I think that well, stuff yeah. is, is coming together. And, but he needs, Best he needs, buddies
1: to, roster looks
0: gnarly. For sure. Yeah, for sure. But you know, you get, you need to, they need to have a team that can beat them because, as much as I love the guys from Best Buddies, it's like they have yet to put it together. And it's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like they're gonna get second every time and they yeah. need and yeah, they've they've won once or twice and they're the only oh, they're the only team to beat Legion, right?
1: Uh I think well, so I uh, when I race them in armed forces, um uh, what do you call it? uh they got like each day like they got both well, connor sally won the first day props to him um yeah and then the second day was that like older bigger dude who i think he's like a doctor
0: Uh um, oh on project echelon know. he's just like a yeah fucking diesel yeah Stephen. yeah Vogel. he's
1: just like yeah he yes, yeah that, that's it yeah that dude's tight um yeah he broke away and it's like you know both justin and i pulled out of that race it was like so hot and crazy but then like they they got their shit together um like obviously later in the season they just whooped everybody um But, yeah, it's, like, they need a team that can beat them. Because otherwise, it's, like, and I talk to a lot of cyclists, like, yeah, it's, like, the same shit happens. Like, they run this lead-out train, like, and it just, and, and, like, I think it took a little bit to, for other teams to kind of catch on. And, like, now they're kind of building a roster for that. Like, like Best Buddies, though, like, they have that Alfredo Victoria guy who used to ride for Legion. They're picking up Miguel Bryan who used to be on Gateway, who's crazy fast. Like, won almost every day at Gateway um like two years ago um and then also ama who's so tight that kid is so fucking fast and has, is he going like, to best buddies he's going to best buddies. so like that's wow. like a sh- that's like three extremely talented sprinters um and and then you have like you know you have mccabe you have like you know who's also i think who was trying to do gravel at the same time like he was going to tulsa after doing Kansas. it's like that's pretty difficult like yeah uh so I feel like now they have a team that's going to be like more like kind of honed and like Danny Estevez, you have Hernandez, like they're all like so strong and also so sick. I got to race them um, two races, worst races I've ever done in my life, but super fun. Um, but yeah, I think they need to like, yeah, they need to have like legitimate competition. It can't be stacking the podium five deep and people still pay attention to it. Like, yeah. cause no one cares. Like and they're like, Oh, Like, I mean, I think people will eventually start going to races that they don't go to. Like, just like avoiding it because it's also like, you know, I'm working a nine to five and like, so are like half of my teammates and all these kids. And then it's like, oh, it's like, you have a guy from BMC. You have a guy from, you know, whatever, like they came from World Tour, like down. It's like, it's hard. Like, it's like almost impossible. It's like, what's going on with gravel? It's like, yeah, you know, it got so popular. It's like, you know, shout out to Colin for marketing the shit out of gravel. But now, like, you know, you have, like, Stetna, Lars, all these dudes, like, just whooping. And they're, like, racing, like, double. They're doing Leadville and then, like, podiuming that and then podiuming the next day. It's, like, you have, it's, like, the competition. It's, like, I can't beat that. Like, it's, it's like, as much as I want to, it's, like, I started racing at 25. Like, I'm not going to start, like, winning that shit. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's just impossible. It's, like, your, your age gets in the way. Um, but... So something what, so kind of,
0: kind of, kind of leading into like keeping this conversation going with the gravel stuff, yes. you, you had yes. to have seen the recent thing that came out about inclusion in, in mm-hmm. gravel with this new series where it's like, you know, what is it? $250,000 or something. Oh some yeah. The, the lifetime thing. thing. Yeah. But yeah, they, they, big money. They, they said it's, they said it's going to be super inclusive. That's why they're only taking 20 people to do it. Um, what is your thoughts on on that program and kind of how I mean, do you think that's gonna go
1: i really didn't know that it was i thought it was like 50 people
0: i mean i think it's 25 I, 25 so like it's 25 women and 25 male if i'm not mistaken okay
1: yeah so 500 i mean is that five hundred thousand dollars total like is it like 50, i think or is so. it's I, split
0: i it's either that or it's either split. way it's a, shitload it's, of money. it's a shit ton of money it's money that we like when I we don't see talk, you, never Ever. Yeah.
1: Not, not at least here. Like, I mean, that's more than I think like the winner Perry Rube gets, like you're going to get like almost like, I mean, and also like their payouts fucked when it comes to like, you know, kind of equality between genders. Um, yeah. like The women get like three grand and then the dude gets like $98,000. Um, well, see, I thought but... that was
0: over with. And like, even like on a lower level and I just got back from mm-hmm. Switzerland and it was, yeah, it was like that. It was, I think we, we, if you win the, if you won the four day, it was three grand. If you won the, for the men, if you won it for the, women it was 1500 it was insane yeah wow
1: yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly so i think any pushes towards that like you know i mean is a step in the right direction but i mean yeah to only take 20 riders i don't don't know i mean i don't know how i feel about that because it's like i'm sure there's only 20 riders that actually would contest that like and they're all going to be pros. it's going to be like the same
0: That was the thing. So you you and I, you and I both know how the cycling industry works. Now you do not have to be good to have more money and sponsors than God, like, yeah. Oh yeah. And so if you read the selection criteria for what this is, it's like, you know, obviously they want to take into account some results in the previous, but what Mm -hmm. they're also going to take into account is the story that you can tell in the process that was in the selection I part did not yeah. know that yeah Whoa. and so
1: very subjective and so um, like
0: to me that's where your influencers or um and, and love this guy i think he's i think he's when it comes to cycling content he's made consistent cycling content yeah and he's been killing it and it's a vegan cyclist but like yeah. i could see them being like yeah you're in and he's even like dude i'm not a bike racer but yeah but like, I think if you I think if you literally got dead last in that event, you yeah. would probably make a couple grand. I think, yeah. I think that's how that math works.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that you definitely would. So I think you just have to like do those events. Uh, I mean, funny, you should say like bring up vegan cyclists cause that I'll be riding for his team next year.
0: No one shit.
1: The, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know when this will come out. I mean, I was gonna wait till I got like a Jersey or something. Now this but, is way yeah. cooler.
0: Do it on this, do it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, no,
1: it's, it's, it's way sicker. Um, and like that, you know, people will like watch to figure out cause I'm sure like I have millions of people waiting to hear what team I go to. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I like, um, I met Tyler in, uh, at the Red Bull race and like, I, you know, he like gave me rides back and forth and like, I don't know like i i watch his youtube videos and you know people put out like a certain persona i'm like ah it's like not normally like what i gravitate towards like i'm just like i want chaos and stuff like that um but then i met him and he's like cool shit and like i love cool making guy. videos yeah and i love making videos i love you know kind of what he's doing he's like yeah it's like fuck it let's go do like this impossible ride i'm gonna go ride with like these pros like he throws himself into the in these crazy situations and it makes like has an interesting story behind it. And I think that's why he's become like so successful. Like, I mean, he has like more YouTube followers than like pretty much any other cyclist. And, uh, you know, I think that like, I don't know, I think there's a good reason behind that. And that's why I kind of was like, yeah, it's like, it, let's do this shit.
0: The reason why I like him is because he never, I don't think he's ever changed his persona for the camera.
1: Yeah.
0: Like he's always been him and he's always been like, Hey, you might not like me. Like you might not like the way I talk. You might not like the way I say bro 80 times. You might not like the fact that I'm vegan. Like but he's never changed who he is. And like, like I think I've even, you know, I've said this, I don't watch all of his content, but I have watched his content. I'm not a huge fan. It's not my style. Like it's not like, uh, because it's very, it's very for beginners. It's very for new cyclists, but he has accessible and it's super accessible and it, and it hasn't changed it. So that's super cool. So like, what does that look like you're doing like are you just doing a bunch of gravel or are you gonna race crits still or like no
1: so it's gonna be like i'll still be doing like for state um someone that their, their team i'll be doing like fixie stuff and gravel because i hope there's gonna be a few fixed gear crits next year because you know that's the fucking sickest shit um that has like a vibe like bmx too like that's why i love fixie stuff it's like those kids are fucking loose um yeah. but um so i'll still be doing like some gravel but i'm not going to be doing like I'm not gonna go try and win steamboat. I might go ride it, like, but I'm not gonna like train to win that shit anymore. Um, it's, I'm not like, gonna like keep it like you know, mid south is something I want to like train for, but uh, for what's what gonna call be hard as fuck
0: like, as well. You know? Oh
1: yeah, that's a hundred miles for me. It's like I should have down you ever done it? A hundred? Uh, no, no, because the last year I was gonna do it, but you know, COVID. Well, um, if it
0: rains, if it rains, it's fucked. I oh, mean, I'm it's,
1: screwed. Yeah. It's oh, like, I've I've seen the the videos, and yeah. I would, I mean, yeah, if it's cold and rainy, it's like oh. I guess i would do it because it'd be
0: fun you should uh, absolutely do it especially and yeah i don't want to like put you on the spot with a bike sponsor but if you have a bike sponsor that and just have the conversation beforehand of like hey i'm gonna do mid-south i'll do a cool video but you're gonna need a new bike after it like 100 you'll need a new bike i had to get my bike i had to send my frame in to get repainted and like carbon layup redone
1: wow yeah Yeah, because like what happens
0: is is like the mud and the rocks cake in and then your tires just rubbing against it constantly And Uh, like, and you'll go like the first 50 miles, you'll you'll have like a 60 pound bike, right? And then you you stop in this town, they spray you off and you're like, my bike works again. And then literally five miles later, your bikes fucked again. And so it's insane.
1: I'm praying. Yeah, I'm praying for no rain. Cause like those sort of demoralizing conditions, uh, like if it's cold, I'm like, I don't function well. And if it's it like goes- my bike's not working
0: right, I don't. It goes well. from being I- a five hour day. Literally it'd you know, yeah. like one of the fastest days you have on the bike to being a eight hour day. Like, yeah, if, I want the like, five hour You don't know how to handle it. <laughs> like, and I didn't yeah. know how to handle it. And me being a bigger dude, like the last thing I needed was my bike to also weigh mm-hmm. more. that's
1: that's the boat I'm in also but like mid-south's like a race that doesn't have a shitload of elevation so it's like relative to like other like steamboat I'm like why am I racing like these former yeah there's no
0: there's no real climbs yeah
1: yeah and so that's why I'm like you know it's like I'll do 350 watts for god knows how many hours but I'm not gonna go up a climb that fast
0: there's like a hill about if they you know because they always kind of try to keep it in I think it's called like big ben or something like that and uh, Mm -hmm. it's probably like crybaby hill for okay uh, yeah that's it should go up at once and then so, after a while there's like done. a few like steady steady rolling shits but uh past yeah. that there's nothing like steamboat where you know fucking 70 miles in you're or 100 miles in you're doing that like you do that loopy lollipop shit yeah aid station twice yeah it's it's nothing like that but anyways man like i don't want to keep you all morning yeah. and and like i like, i think you're a really cool fucking dude like i just love like all the different cultures and lifestyles that you, you. are taking in your life. And it's like, even like ending up with a vegan cyclist, I would never picture that collaboration. I, I would think it yeah. would be like a little too green and wouldn't want... Like little 2 PG and wouldn't want to yeah. to, t- toxicify, to yeah, toxicify, yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah you we'll come in out. and you just like fucking sneak in. Because oh, state God. makes Rat. so much sense because they're like yeah. so they're so relaxed. They're so cool. They'll, they'll smoke weed and go ride up a hill with uh, they, the pros. I think that's yeah, awesome.
1: Oh yeah. No, I and I love doing that sort of stuff. Like that was one of the funnest things. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Cause yeah, I'm just gonna be doing like just crits with them. Like that's cool. Just like big big crits here, like doing things like a big thing this year was like, I don't want to race like one day in salt Lake or two days in Salt Lake and then fly back and go to my job and then try and do it again next week. It's like, I'd rather go do all of, to go do all of intelligence yet, go do speed week and just focus on like, Oh, I have like 20 or like, you know, nine chances, the nine bike races to win rather than like, I have two chances and I got to fly back home. It's just like, does not make sense. And that's why I feel like that sort of, the style of USA crits like that, r- unless you have like a full, t- like you're full time riding, then like that is like pretty unsustainable for like people to like do a series like that. Like you do one race, you apply, get a whole team there for one 60 minute race on like this shittiest course. Like
0: it's whack. Well, and I, I love Thomas Gibbons and I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to throw him under the bus. And, but with USA crits, it seems like it kind of has been like who shows up to the most and like mm-hmm. who, who puts in the most time because i mean thomas even showed up by himself for the majority of those races i mean yeah he had a little bit of help but um i mean in the past like he was he was just showing up by himself and hustling it out himself and you know he worked yeah, super hard and that's yeah it's super sick but uh luckily you know and, and thank fuck they got that guy out of uh out of the sport hopefully but uh oh yeah that dude's uh, whack fuck that guy and um but i'm also glad they're not burning it down completely
1: no i don't good. think
0: i don't well here's the thing we want bike races right you want it. you want to yeah. race your bike but like i mean you get that guy out of the sport i mean barring the shitty things he did i mean he i, I dealt with him he didn't pay teams on time never paid teams on time but always oh, yeah. wanted his money on time and you know and, and, um, yeah. in in uh get mine line was, sort of mentality yeah it was fucked well I remember him explaining why he didn't pay us, and this is the moment I should have realized this was a fucked up organization. And this is this is mm-hmm. just him that I had the conversation with. Sorry, man. We use so I'm just going to use a, a year for for allocation. So we're trying to get paid for yeah. 2020, right? So we use 2021 budget in 2020, and so we have to wait till we get the 2022 budget, which we get in 2021 to 100. pay you. So they like which to me i'm like that is that legal like i don't think that sound, i mean yeah that doesn't sound like you i could understand do that. so yeah
1: for what I understand a lot of people are upset with that and they're like oh this is whack
0: i need to live yeah um, it's fucked. yeah and so but anyways yeah i'm not gonna spend my whole time talking about that guy I'm not with oh, yeah. it but last question um yeah if you could have a cup of coffee with one individual dead or alive who would that individual be and why? And then how would you take your coffee? That's a very important Ooh, question.
1: Man. Um, God, this is so tricky. Um,
0: I like putting people on like, the spot with this one because I don't want to give them too much time to think about it. Because I feel like if you ever get this opportunity, it's going to be yeah. like some higher power being like, all right, go. Just Yeah, to fuck with I you. would.
1: Um, Apex Twin, Richard D. James. uh. And I would probably take my coffee with shrooms in it because um, <laughs> I know he, like, you know, he has made a lot of music with that. I don't know. I've been so fascinated with that guy and like his music. And I think he had, he's very secretive. And so he yeah. doesn't, doesn't do a lot of interviews he used to in the nineties. Um, but you know, since then, like, you know, he's come to the U S like two or three times and like you has like a very like hermit lifestyle and only he's like yeah he just i would love to just pick his brain on like why the way that he is like he's so unique and yeah i don't know i've just been fascinated with him he's like just like this mythical creature that like i would love to talk to him no that's super uh, cool thank him for making uh selected ambient works that i listen to in my
0: house all day so
1: (laughs) yeah that's yeah it's definitely definitely him he's over in england but
0: no right on man well hey thanks so much for jumping on the podcast guys i'm gonna put chris's social media down in the description below also (laughs) his new team his uh youtube as well as some state bicycle youtube videos in the description below as well um other than that we'll see you next time thanks he's,